0: Alright, what happened last time, you guys?
1: We got our asses kicked by a tree. Lend us your ears and rejoice now, for we are the chosen of their seed.
0: What do you want to do? Some of you, I believe, are maybe unconscious.
1: Ariel is unconscious, but I stabilized her.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: And I think also Lini is unconscious, but me and
0: Ato stabilized her. Kyra is also nowhere to be seen.
1: That's right, she got swallowed by the earth.
0: Yeah, Yeah. by the earth. She
1: she can survive. (laughs) Sound off. Who's not dead? (laughs)
0: Uh... <laughs> 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 don't worry it was all a dream you were not in any real risk of dying obviously
1: i mean but kyra is gone so you know
3: did anybody see where kyra went
1: uh, yeah she uh got pulled into the ground or something no uh, shit there's something we could do about that
4: did anyone hear thunder did we get a bunch of healings i don't remember normally she only disappears when really good things and happen.
1: I'm sure she'll find her way back to us. Ato, I got bad news for you. I still feel like shite, so I
2: don't think we really got anything out of her disappearing into the ground.
4: I think possibly it would be a good idea to rest. Ato will look down at his scars from his tree fight, his various bramble scrapes. Look back up, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I was just hopeful."
0: Yeah, newly crushed ankles from root grabs. Yeah.
4: We should definitely take a short rest.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes.
4: Uh, Nasuka with your friend there unconscious, is this grove safe? I mean, something just appeared and attacked us. It seems like she's the keeper of this place. Do you know if we're safe here to rest?
0: Oh, I shouldn't note because it'd be very obvious. There was like a small sapling here. That was what Nausicaä was pulling up that I guess triggered this event. Now you can see it is completely pulled out of the ground and it is lying dead. On the soil. Yay.
1: I'm not the most knowledgeable on plants, but I think we're safe for now.
2: Does, uh, does anyone want this? And I'm, I'm just going to walk over to the dead sapling. Because if not, then I'm going to make sure that we're better safe
4: and sound. I think I'd feel a lot more comfortable if you'd burn that tree
1: there. I think we should wait a couple hours and have Iona take a look at it.
4: If you say so. All right. This is more your realm than mine, so I'll defer to you.
0: I will say, Nefmet, as you rest against the rock after dragging Ariel out of the river, you go to sit down, and before your butt reaches the earth, you glide with something very much not of the earth, and there's like a kind of squeak of pain.
3: Hey, uh, hey, what is this?
0: And beneath you, you see a like previously invisible form shimmer into existence, and you see, uh, Kyra beneath you.
3: <laughs> oh, very good. I, I'm so glad that you're alive.
0: You like sat on her legs, and she's like, "Ow, did you have to do that? I was just taking a nap."
3: I see. I did not see you. Do you need a hand? Are you feeling all right?
0: Oh, uh, Let me just. Let me just go back to sleep.
3: Okay, good. That's continue to be as useful as you were during the fight. Uh,
0: and she like crawls over to the side and just <laughs> goes to sleep. <laughs> yeah, so short rest happens. Um, in the short rest, Iona wakes up uh, in your arms, Nausicaa. What do you want to do?
3: Out of
2: curiosity, is Nefmet doing a song of rest?
3: Always doing a song of rest. Thank God. <laughs> I'm
2: going to hand the child remains to Iona and just say, here. Maybe able to use some of this as fertilizer
0: or something. I don't
5: know.
0: <laughs> she kind of just like holds it and then just tosses it over sh- her shoulder into the river.
3: Also, a fair response. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I would have done.
0: Well, are you leaving soon,
3: Nausicaa?
1: As much as I would love to stay here, we need to leave soon. There is something happening at the necropolis. And we need to go there.
0: Nah, you're great. Call to arms as heroes. I heard. I heard. Oh well. I hope to see you soon then. And here's one for luck. And she goes and kisses you on the mouth.
1: Ah, that's Ooh. Ooh. Kiss her back.
0: Alright, we got one pair shipped. Dryad <laughs> and Medusa. Aww. You can't turn a dryad to stone. They're already made of wood. Petrified. <laughs> literal petrification <laughs> 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 all right you guys want to leave head out back to somewhere
4: we need to go back to jake gillenhall's house to pick up versi take versi to the temple and then go to the necropolis by way of the forge
0: for our magic items
1: wait mm-hmm. don't you mean snake Hall's house yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> all right back to the big big old map is any of you, do you wake up Kyra or, or one of you carrying her? I'm
3: not carrying her.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not fucking doing it. You can just wake her up.
3: No, yeah, Matt will do it.
0: You'll wake her up? Okay.
3: If she won't wake up, he'll carry her.
0: Okay, I mean, she you do wake her up. You give her, like, a couple light like, taps to the cheek and she eventually gets up.
6: We can't dump water on her again?
0: Oh, that's also very fair.
1: He splashes her with some river water.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's down with that. Yeah, I mean, she didn't... She didn't have a problem with it last time when <laughs> Ariel did it. That's true. <laughs> very poetic. Love it. That's why she's super okay with it. She's like, ah, yes, I appreciate the uh, irony of the situation.
3: Yes, we would appreciate it if, if you would actually do things. But come on, let's, let's get up. And All go. right. She's,
0: I sing for you in combat. It's fine. All right. <laughs> <sighs> uh, she's also very tired still. Yeah, so you head back to Nasca's home. You pick up your two companions that are there. Is there any words you would like to say to your parents at all?
1: Just like, stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're here. You uh, pick up Astraea and Versi. And Van Pepper. And Van Pepper. That's also true. Nasca's parents seem super down with the Cerberus pup. They're like, oh, only the gods or legendary heroes had. Mythical pets like these animals that follow them around—it's a sign. It's a good sign.
3: We're very—we we're, are very proud.
0: Also, I guess Lini will follow you until you drop off Versi.
3: I
1: assume we're just like taking her into the temple, and we're taking her down, like we're letting her go, like
3: down into her oh, little
0: her yeah. little hole. You can just but, drop uh, off at like the entrance.
3: Okay. To the cave. As yeah, she's going, Nefmet will uh, call back. He's like, "Wait, Versi." She'll turn, look back at you. Will I be able to find my daughter?
0: Well... Perhaps.
3: You said something terrible happened, but you weren't specific.
0: I recall it being a terrible tragedy.
3: But she is still alive?
0: I do not believe so. Perhaps she has descendants, but they are unknown to me now. All right. Thank you again. I will see you before your odyssey. And then she will descend down.
3: Right before she goes. He'll he'll give her the first little bit of the uh, poem that he's been writing.
0: Oh, excellent. She loves it.
3: Keep these safe.
0: She's very excited. She's going to go fangirl over this for like the next two months.
3: It's a lot to read.
0: <laughs> so you want to head over. Do you want to stop by a story? Or are you just going to straight head to the Mytho Mines?
1: I'm voting straight to
4: the Mines. Yeah, I think... But also, on the way, Eto will, like, put a hand on Mahmite's shoulder and try to, like, lead him towards the back of the group so we can talk a little privately and just turn to him and say, I heard you mention a daughter to Versi. Do you have children?
3: Back before all of this, me and Adonis, we were lovers. And during our mission and before the war, there was this satyr child that we adopted and she was a companion and child for me and adonis specifically but she was the heart and soul of all of us her name was parun and i did not remember her until after i died and came back
4: very quickly, for the sake of the podcast, I will leave this in because I cut it out in the other episode where you talk about the fact that you wanted to name your dragon patron. So, I just want to like let the podcast listeners know that Sam is doing some good due diligence here as DM, letting something that you came up with come into effect as the it name did. of your adopted daughter. That's really sweet.
1: is it, it was very sweet. It was very cute.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. also, I like,
2: I wish we could have had face cams just so you guys could see the expression on my face when that bomb dropped.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I've been waiting
1: to do that for, like, three sessions.
4: Sam, how much would Ato know about, like, the lifespan, like, the biology of satyrs? Like, would I be like, oh, it's been 500 years, no fucking way. Would I be like,
0: they hmm. typically live as long as other like, humans and elves, and all the other normal mortals. So oh. yeah, in 500 years, she would likely have passed away from <laughs> old age, barring uh, other circumstances that would mm-hmm. extend her life.
3: It was a shock, and Versi had said that something tragic had happened to her. And I, um, I don't know, maybe I was holding out hope. But uh, it's, uh, it's been a very long time.
4: Billy doesn't know what to say to that, and I think neither does Ato. so he'll just kind of put a hand on, like a comforting, hopefully comforting hand on Nehlet's shoulder and just continue walking in silence. I find that comforting, being alone with my thoughts.
2: I feel like at some point along the journey, Ilva just says, so are we gonna talk about this, or is it just gonna sit here and stew?
1: Talk about what?
4: Well, didn't you hear?
1: No, it's because it has been, like, kind of like, drifting off.
4: Oh, dreaming about her, smoochie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, well, um, ne- never, never mind then. Uh, in in due time, I suppose.
3: I am not certain how this will play into the adventure, but Lutheria also told me that I should be expecting to see my past lover, Adonis, soon. And that troubled me very deeply. So I wanted to know if there was any other things from my past that would come back to haunt me, so it were. But I imagine I might be able to learn some of that from Damon when we visit the Necropolis.
2: Well, did you and Adonis, did that end well? We, you don't have, never mind, you, you don't have to answer that.
3: I... As much as I can remember, yes, I mean he he died in my arms,
5: oh oh um, i'm I'm sorry to hear that
3: it's It's all right we were we were making our last stand, the hordes of Sidon and Lutheria with the Gigans. This was the start of the Great War. It was there that I tried my best to tell everybody to leave the dragons and Xander and everyone, but Adonis fell. I fell. It was, was a terrible battle. But uh, I awoke, and I was with Versi, and she healed me. And that was, uh, that was when I, I guess, the, the very beginning of this journey to come. But uh, I do not know what came after, aside from the things Versi told me about the world.
5: Well, I, uh, I
2: hope that if you do are reunited, it's under good circumstances.
3: <laughs> I appreciate that, but seeing as Lutheria was the one who was telling me about it, I, I can't suspect that it will be very romantic.
2: Right. Just sort of like awkwardly wrings her hands around the staff.
3: It is all right. I have lost quite a lot. That I'm just now remembering. But perhaps there is more to gain. Perhaps there's good to come out of this. All
0: right, I will say you'll have to rest along this road. I will say, if anyone wants to, the horn is attunable to. Now that you've drunk from it, you should probably be able to attune to it.
4: One produces delicious food, water, and wine. Amazing.
6: I'll fucking attune to that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> If wine is drunk from the horn, it can sometimes induce a deep sleep with dreams that reveal possible futures. That's pretty dope.
0: Yeah. I guess that's at my discretion, so. Yeah. You had your big sleep. It seems super useful, but I can't say
2: that I'm not a little bit sketched out by eating food that comes out of the same hole as deadly neurotoxin. (laughs) Uh,
4: And the cap on this horn comes off for, like, no reason.
5: <laughs>
6: Who actually wants this horn, though, too
4: I thought you were taking it.
6: I mean, I absolutely will, but I don't want to just, like, claim it, because it involves wine.
4: I mean, it involves wine and also paralyzing people, which feels like an Oreo thing.
6: I will definitely take it. That's all yours. Thanks.
0: So you wake up, just off the road, and then when you step onto the road... You notice from Astoria, there is a figure that is stumbling along the road towards you guys. From the distance, it almost looks skeletal. It's very Oh no. Very thin person clothed in rags. And they're stumbling down the road towards you. I would like to pull out my shield.
5: <laughs>
0: As it gets closer, you do realize those of you with a higher a decent perception. This is, in fact, a living human. However, he is extremely emaciated. And he kind of, like, with great effort, barely able to get it above head height, kind of raises the hand to you.
4: As in, like, a wave hello or a waving us down to come over to him?
0: It's hard to tell. Very conservative in his motions.
4: <laughs> I'm
0: asking him, do you need help? Oh, yeah, so you walk up to him? Yeah. When you do, he kind of stumbles forward. And you see that besides the rags on him, he has a necklace around his neck that is made of gold with red jewels hanging from them. He kind of stumbles forwards into your arms and is like, please, you have
2: to help me. What do you need help with? I
0: need you to buy this off of me. And he kind of clutches at the necklace.
4: Eto will put a hand on Ilva's shoulder because Billy's anticipating what this is, and I feel like Eto would know.
0: You would. Anyone native to Thylia would know that okay. this man is likely suffering from a Grave Robber's curse. Yeah. Oh.
4: I'll put a hand on Ilva's shoulder and say, I wouldn't do that so fast. There might be more to this necklace than he's
3: letting on. Yes, that sounds that sounds very cursed.
1: For those who are native to Thalia, but have not read the player's handbook.
3: Uh,
1: ha! mm-hmm. Terrible. No, 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 no. Who have not read the player's handbook in a few months because it's uh, been a while. Yeah. Terrible. What does the grave robber's curse do?
0: It basically, you cannot eat or drink and eventually you suffer from exhaustion and will die. Unless you can get someone to willingly take it from you Knowing the full extent of the curse.
4: Oh. But then so. they're afflicted, right?
0: Correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. At Ato's interjection, the man kind of slumps and then kind of just dejectedly pushes past you all, and, uh, I guess I will seek help elsewhere. And continues along his way, unless you want to stop him, of course. They turn to Ato
2: and say, what, what do you mean there's more to the necklace?
4: Well, I don't know how it was where you're from. There are many different traditions from the pilgrims here to Thalia, but here the robbings of graves take a fairly serious toll. He is likely suffering from a divine curse from taking something that was once blessed and is now, well, killing him, if you were to have taken it. It simply would have killed you instead. But
5: why? I don't understand. So you're saying he took that from someone who's dead,
4: yes? Correct. A great hero. Someone who has been touched by the gods. Someone who is deemed worthy of this kind of protection. We take great care not to desecrate fallen heroes here.
2: But it doesn't matter if you're a great hero in life or... The most vile person to walk the grounds. It's, you're, if you're dead, you're mulch. I mean, perhaps I, I can understand some sort of punishment, I suppose,
4: but that didn't look natural. It looked like he was going to die. Many newcomers to this land, unlike you, suffer. Terrible, tortuous fates. Quite soon upon reaching Thylea, because of our rules, our oaths, and our curses, it would behoove you to be wary of the treasures you take from the dead.
2: You don't. You don't think this is a good thing, do you, Ato?
4: It's not my place to judge whether it's good or bad. He's suffering the justice of the gods and of the fates. He has transgressed. Upon a law of Thylea, and he is being punished as is the custom, as is the writ of the land. I don't know why he stole that, but the punishment for stealing from someone blessed is death, simply put.
0: I'm going to turn to Kyra. Mm -hmm. She's kind of like nodding along to most of what Eto was saying.
2: He said this was a divine, huh? Yeah?
0: It binds us all.
2: Does that mean you didn't put it in place?
0: She kinda like, points upward, comes from above me.
3: I don't understand this place. I really don't. (laughs) This land is cursed in very many ways. It is. I wonder it takes a cursed storm to bring people here. (laughs) Kyra,
2: can you do me a favor? If, for some reason, I do not make it out of a battle alive, And there is no one to resuscitate me in the same way that Ariel and Nehmet had
5: been before. Do not bless my body. Please, just let it rot
2: and be returned to the ground. And (laughs) for my sake and those that come after me, don't let that happen to any who wish to find... Utility, and
6: that which I am no longer using. I like, it's on the mask. (laughs) (laughs)
0: She kind of like leans, Kyro kind of leans in and is like, that'll be very difficult with Lutheria's claws in you, and all of you as well. Now that she's uh, turned her gaze on you, death is uh, likely not the end. (sighs) (laughs)
3: Mm.
0: What time is it? It's like early morning, by the way, so.
3: <laughs> Nehme will also, he'll put a hand on Ilva's shoulder, and he's like, I swear, if, if I manage to outlive you in this, I will make sure that your wishes are upheld.
0: Thank you. So you make your way to the mythal Mines. No other strange encounters happen. And you want to descend into the mines. You notice the uh, caved-in entrance before has now been cleared away. Ooh, oh. And where that big ass Cerberus corpse was has been cleaned up. And there are many dwarves that are working to clear out the area.
3: Might as well take the front door this time.
0: Is the waterfall closed? The waterfall entrance, the Batman entrance, is closed. Oh. All right, yeah, you're not, you're not doing the Trog cave entrance. You're doing the, the new entrance that the dwarves opened up. Yeah you correctly speak the password to the elevator. That has also been fixed.
3: It's the, the dwarvish word for friend. No, it's the dwarvish
4: word for dragon, and it's Lukash. I just about oh! that bit. <laughs>
0: Lukash. So, you, you head down the rickety elevator. Are you bringing everybody down, or do you want to take two trips from the elevator? Because Kyra's kind of like eyeing the <laughs> elevator, like
4: Kyra, you can stay upstairs.
6: We'll all take one trip. Kyra will take another. If she needs to come down.
2: I don't think I ordered anything from Vulcan, did I? I don't think so. I think I'll stay up here. Uh, I feel like it might be best not to bring Estrella back
0: down there.
4: Yeah, I was thinking that too.
6: I'll stay with you.
0: Alright. Alright, so... Uh, who's going down? Ato, Nausicaa, who else? Nehme will go. Okay. I don't remember if you bought anything, Nehmat? I don't think I did. You did. What did you get?
3: I got a
4: Mithril Kopesh.
0: Okay, good to know.
4: I forgot, I forgot if I ordered one spear or
0: two spears. You ordered two spears. Hell yeah.
3: I also said that I would settle for something that would give me dark vision or uh, something that would make me comprehend languages.
0: So the three of you head down. So you remember how ruined and fucked up the map was? Way better now. A lot of it's been fixed in such a short time. Yeah, I was going to say, how long has it been? It's been a week. So,
4: okay. These dwarves like...
0: work fast. So, they've cleaned up nicely. Vulcan appears to have called many dwarves over. So, plenty of work to go around. So, like the bridge has been fixed. You don't have to make a, a strength check to jump the gap, though there is still flowing lava beneath you, which is super dope. You make your way to the main mine, and you see there are many dwarves kind of working at the forge, hammering away at various projects. Like Santa's elves. Yeah, Santa's elves. You can see Koviet is kind of working as a foreman for all of them. She kind of has like a flaming whip. (laughs) You don't see any lash marks on any of the dwarves. But you feel like it's mostly for show and all the dwarves are like, Yes, I'm down with this. <laughs> yeah. She's uh she's a she's a character. Yeah. So Vulcan notices you all and kind of comes over and is like, ah, I'm assuming you're here for your things. Yeah. Alright. And he kind of like gets over to the side and pulls out the two short throwing spears hands them to Ato. Yay! Gets out the Kopesh. So Nehmed is kitted out. Ato's kitted out. And he then kind of brings over a bow to Naska and is like, there was some minor complications with this. I'm not sure why, but when trying to remake it, it kept holding a f- form, and it was hard to put the magic into it. So it's magical, but I'm not sure why it's doing this. And he hands you a it's the same gorgeous bow that he made for you a few years ago. You like inspect it and it feels the same. You kind of test the draw strength, same as before. but then you kind of notice it has like a small almost socket for, like, a jewel. Huh. And he kind of, like, shrugged you, was like, I, I don't know what to tell you. It used up all the materials we put into it, and all the magic, and it just came out like this.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for this, um, and I'll figure it out.
0: Yeah. He also then kind of mentions to the group of you, you three, are you still in contact with that uh, young elf girl? Astray? I believe her name was, right?
3: Yes, she's still in our company.
0: He kind of like glances over to Poviet. We were uh, talking and the princess mentioned that uh, she showed a skill in forging magical armaments. One of the reasons why it costs so much money to make these is we must purchase special materials to help channel the magical energies and bind them into the physical forms, such as a sword or a bow. And that is a difficult and expensive process. If she were to help us, I believe her latent skills would help reduce the need for materials.
3: With all due respect, I do not believe she would like to enter this place again. She
0: would be among friends here. Alright, Uh, I believe there's a scene shift while well, you guys are down there. Right? Yeah, back up yeah. to the,
4: the upstairs.
0: So, yeah, I, I imagine there's probably, like,
2: maybe a minute or two of just, like, awkward silence.
6: Oh, yeah. Be- and then
2: Ilva pipes up and says, so, last time we were here, it did some sort of spell, I think, in order to see what we found here. I don't know, some sort of identification
5: of sorts.
6: Yes, I did.
5: Are Are you still able to do that?
6: Sure, it'll take me a while.
5: I mean,
2: I they're probably going to be down there for a while. From what I remember, it was a bit of a hike. Fair. I'm just going to, like, put the staff of the woodlands that I got
6: mm-hmm.
2: on the ground between us. I, uh, I think I have a fairly good idea of what this does, but
5: I just, I want to check some things. That's okay with you.
6: Sure. Yeah, I'll try it.
0: Alright. You spend the ritual casting time to identify it, and it comes up as a staff of the woodlands. A powerful magical item for any druid.
6: It's a powerful magic item for any Druid. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> what did you want to check about it?
2: Um, it's, uh, you know, if it, if it becomes a problem, I'll, I'll let you know.
6: That sounds like fun.
5: <laughs> well,
2: let's hope it isn't.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Kyra and Estrella are playing patty cake, and Kyra is losing. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so tired. She's losing patty cake. The elevator opens up, like, kind of clangs against the ceiling of the cave that it's in, and the doors slide open. And your newly adorned party members are there with their shiny mythical yeah, weapons yeah. and shiny bow. That's yeah. almost not any different. Hi. Hello, Hello.
3: hi. <laughs> Hello we, there. we have new items. We've
4: also gotten an interesting offer from Vulcan and the princess Koviat. Ata will turn to address Astraya and say, the princess speaks highly of your artificing prowess, and Vulcan has expressed an interest in you helping here at the Forge. And it will kind of turn back to address the rest of the party, and we all kind of think it might be safer for you here than where we're headed, but we thought it should be your decision. And I translate. Oh, um, right. I yep, forgot that she didn't yeah.
0: Well, she recognizes that you're speaking directly to her based on the fact that you were staring at her, and then she patiently looks over and blinks at Ilva and waits for the translation.
4: Ato also forgot. We'll just
0: do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You mean I can enchant things? If
2: that's what you wish to do, then
0: yes. She wouldn't have used the word enchant. She would have used the word binding. Binding? You mean I can bind things?
5: I,
2: I suppose if it seems like something that you want to do,
0: yes? She kind of, like, clasped her hands together and kind of... Oh. It's just... It was the only thing I was really good at.
2: (laughs) I, uh... (laughs) I understand. Obviously, the decision would be yours. What what do you think?
0: She kind of, like, eyes the uh, elevator.
2: Will you come down with me?
0: And she kind of addresses that to both you and Kyra as well.
2: I turn to Kyra and say,
0: Did you get that? She sleepily nods at you. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So she'll take the two of you, one of you on each side of it in her hands. And you'll descend down the elevator. You get the reading from her that she's a little apprehensive, but also very excited.
2: <laughs> so I can, I can tell you you're excited about
0: this. And she kind of nods a little bit and kind of whispers out, you can just barely make it out just like mom and dad.
5: Ooh, okay.
2: Interesting. I suppose as we're like on the elevator down, I'm just going to give her just sort of like
0: an affectionate little bump. <laughs> just like a little push. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't topple over because <laughs> your strength scores are actually kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, so you lead her back into the Mithril Forge. Mm-hmm. And Vulcan is there waiting. And he greets her kind of like almost like a father, sort of, maybe, or maybe like a grandfather or mm-hmm. a nice uncle. And he kind of like, it's like, well, hmm, if you're going to stay here, I made this for you. And he kind of like holds up a small necklace with a clear crystal as the jewel to help you understand all of it but i can make one for you in the meantime i think uh one of your traveling companions wanted with much more australia kind of goes okay that's fine you all understand me so i don't see the problem do you want to take the uh necklace of translate all language <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel a disturbance in the forest.
0: Oh, yeah. Kyok kind of goes, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, oh, Pops. Here, let me take it. She kind of misses grabbing it, and it falls to the floor, and she goes,
3: oh, no. Uh, <laughs> and, like,
0: slowly bends down and picks it up. You notice kind of just raises an eyebrow at you, Ilva, and kinda like leans in and whispers at you. I think you uh you should confront her about this. I assume she's been this way for a uh, a while.
5: What now?
0: Talking about Kyra and her uh tiredness, I guess.
5: So uh you seem to be a bit out of sorts recently. Mm,
0: since you uh met back up with her? Yeah. Did she Perform any miracles, I guess I'll say.
5: Um, well, yes.
2: Nehmet and Ariel, they both fell in battle. She was able
5: to bring them back from, well, she brought them back from past the rank.
0: Both of them?
2: Well,
5: no. She brought back Ariel. Percy.
2: Percy brought back
0: He kind of, like, strokes his beard. Hmm. Something like that. For one of us, it's a great tax of our strength.
5: I see.
2: Should we... Should she stay here with you? Does she need to rest?
0: Mm, I... Couldn't keep her if I tried. Uh, <laughs> it's not so much rest as recharging a battery. What now? <laughs> mm, right. So there's this anomaly where you know what Sidon does.
2: Lightning bolt. Are you?
0: I think you're intimately familiar. <laughs> yes. I I heard about that little incident. Oh, I was very foolish of you. But the energy that he Commands can be stored. And he kind of like pulls out of his pocket like a thin, like two kind of metal discs with like some material kind of packed between them. It's fascinating. And if you want to stay, he will describe how a battery works for many hours. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, if you want to leave, Kyra will take your hints and uh, extricate you from the situation.
2: Now, here's the thing I think that, that it is actually. Perfectly within character for Ilva to just be like standing there, going, mm-hmm. yeah," <laughs> just taking yeah. it all in, like genuinely kind of interested in it. Ah, but, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at the same time, I feel like she's also she probably is like. Can you give me a brief rundown? And we're kind of on a.
0: Oh yeah, it's a way to store energy. It's fascinating. I got the idea from one of Kyra's friends. I I see.
2: I feel like I'm going to need a little bit more information than that, because I don't understand what about that needs to recharge.
0: Hmm. Well, for us, it's not the lightning of Sidon's power. There's a spark within us all. Well, within us gods. And If drained, well, I don't know what would happen. But it can be filled up again. I believe you've done the act at least once.
2: I I see. I think I understand. Say, if you don't know what would happen if such a divine spark were to be fully used up, do you?
0: I haven't seen it happen to one of us, but he kind of like... Leans, and so he's this whole thing's been kind of like slightly whispered a little bit, kind of like he's pulled you off to the side, but he leans in even more and kind of whispers into your ear, I believe Pythor is on his last few drops. He's died so many times. Well, it seems you have a lot of work to do. I best let you heroes go on with it. I'm sure I'll be hearing the stories from my daughter shortly. And he'll kind of go over and Guide Astrea into the mine where she can get to work enchanting shit.
2: As she's walking away, I'm going to call out to Astrea. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll just say to her in Maganhild, although I don't think it really matters as much at this point, I'm going to bring Ragna back here. She's going to be so impressed.
0: She'll just give you a kind of brilliant smile. And we'll turn around and go into the mine with Vulcan.
2: I'm going to turn to Tyra and just say, shall we?
0: All right. What were you uh, talking with Dad about?
2: Uh, oh, just, you know, stuff.
0: It's very convincing of you. <laughs> uh, let's go. You can just head up and make your way out.
2: You know what? Actually, no. After being all mysterious and that sort of stuff, I'm just going to be like, no, wait, hold on. Mm. Vulcan told me about how much bringing back Ariel drained you.
0: She kind of like flaps her hand. No, it was it was no big deal. No big deal. Stop
2: walking away for just a second. There's it's not no big deal. You've been narcoleptic this entire way back to the mines. I, I barely heard a joke out here the whole way and as much as I normally hate him, it's been unsettling. Not mm. having your grate at the inside of my skull with him. <laughs> you
0: like my jokes? Oh, Sugar,
2: Ilva. It's not the That is not the <laughs> point here.
0: <laughs> I never knew.
2: Oh. <laughs> just don't try and push yourself too much, okay?
0: <sighs> well, I can't help it if you guys just keep dropping like flies. <laughs> I'm,
6: I'm trying not to.
0: <laughs> You're not there.
4: <laughs> Shouts down the elevator shaft. <laughs>
2: hey, we're, we're doing our best, this—it's good to stay alive. It's very good to stay alive. Don't think I'm taking that for granted. Trust me. But also, just be be wary of it, okay? Don't don't do anything that
5: you have to, okay?
0: Alright, so, you want to head to the Necropolis. Do you want to head back into Astoria? Or do you want to d- air along the dangerous roads to the west? It'll be faster. But until you get to, like, the roads over, over here, there might be dangers along the way. I vote
4: just the fastest way.
0: Alright. If you wish to do so, you will be traveling across some higher elevation. And it might actually drop below like 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Crazy, hmm. I know. So, I don't know what uh, types of cl- uh, clothing you guys wear, but yeah.
2: Well, I think I'm pretty well suited to this.
0: Mm. Others? Everyone looks at Ato. <laughs> Nevmet and Ato, yeah.
1: Everyone looks at Ato. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'm wearing like a silk shirt.
4: <laughs> Maybe we should go to Australia? Is it like whether that would be detrimental mechanically?
0: Yes. con saves at night.
4: Then, yeah, we should probably go to Astoria and get warmer clothes.
6: Well, if we're going to Astoria, don't we bypass that area? Do we need warmer clothes?
4: Well, it's snowy there. Okay. Our destination is snowy.
2: Well, I mean, we could also just improvise. I've got this, and she, like, out of her backpack pulls, like, this large, sort of, Canvas
5: of troglodyte skin. I've got things. This uh, probably keep you a little
0: warm. Not Some it. Some of the stuff is not great, seeing as it's not cured.
3: Hmm. I already had to wash Pythor's stinky shoes. I'm not going to wear that. There's no way in the nine hells.
2: Well, that's alright. I think this one's Ariel's, anyways.
6: Yeah. No.
0: It is the one that Ariel did chop up.
6: I will firebolt it. Don't throw it at me.
0: <laughs> so do you want to head back to astoria you do know a uh, a tailor
4: yeah i think that'd probably be best unfortunately
1: yeah i feel like we probably should get warmer clothes if we must i suppose back to astoria then
3: all right
0: it'll be until the next day basically so you guys want to pick up some uh, warm clothes yes
5: I'm perfectly fine
2: as is. I yeah, suppose we're going to be in Victoria. You're,
0: you're probably fine. You've been pretty uncomfortably hot for like all of your time here. so.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm actually going to take a quick detour, if we must hear, to go speak with er- Ermione. And she like looks to Ato for approval on the pronunciation.
0: Ermione, mm-hmm. yeah. I see no other way pr- to pronounce that name.
5: <laughs>
0: you want to go ahead over to Ermione? Yep. Alright, what do you want to do there? I would like to try and buy healing potions. That can be arranged. They are 25 drachme per uh, basic bitch healing potions.
2: Okay, how much are the stronger ones?
0: be 250. Is stock an issue? There is a limited amount. There's probably half a dozen regular ones, and then only two of the next level up.
2: In that case, I will buy five less lesser healing potions.
0: All right, you almost clear out. She is happy for your patronage.
2: Then that'll be a total of one twenty-five. Yep.
0: All right. Is that is that it? That's it. Cool. You bought you bought a lot of healing potions.
2: You know what? It's twenty-five gold, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: I pull out the gold arrow that we got.
0: Ah, you're gonna part ways with that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say, can I trade this for one? She kind of, like, looks at it. Oh. Is this from Kyra? Oh, it, it looks like hers. All right. It is worth 25 drachme. So she will accept the golden arrow. All right. Cool. I see you haven't worn yours as a crown like half your party members are. <laughs> and that is
5: six potions of healing.
0: Cool. That's useful.
2: I'll join up with the rest of the party. Uh, but I think they're doing their shopping all
0: right. You guys all acquire your um cloaks. Do you want to shop at Cynthia's? Yeah, all right, Sure. You guys even remember Cynthia.
5: No,
6: yes, I remember her All
0: right, so you buy your clothes. Uh, I'll say it's a drachme from each of you for nice, warm cloaks for cloaks are in fashion. Ato. Are you there with them? Yes. All right. Cynthia kind of fawns over you a lot. She gets a little touchy, but she gives you a discount. So it's only five lepta instead of Jorakame for you. She's like, don't tell the others. And then winks at you. (laughs) Yeah, so you acquire your gear. And we will head out to the necropolis. All right. You wake up in the morning. Laden with your cloaks, you don't wear them yet because it's you know a bit too warm still. But yeah, you make your way out. Oh, I guess I should say I forgot there was uh, some things that you heard while you were shopping around. There was like some rumors of a beggar who was starving and trying to sell an amulet in the market, but no one would buy from him, and he disappeared. Like a uh, yesterday is when he disappeared they mention that he came from Telemach. So, stole something. Stole something. So you make your way up. Uh, it will be like a, a two-day journey, about. So you'll probably rest at like the base of the mountain before you make your way up. I guess
2: just, like, retconning when I met back up with everyone, I would like to give everyone a healing potion. Hmm. <gasps> Useful.
0: Do You okay. give Kyra a healing potion because you bought six.
2: I did, but I don't.
0: Okay. That's fine. <laughs> she doesn't care either way. She's like, I'm not gonna fucking heal you guys. What do you take me for? So here's here's
2: the deal. Each of you get know, one of these. We had something similar back where I come from. They uh, keep you healthy and
4: heat a battle
2: and that sort of stuff. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to be keeping to it myself. And I awkwardly just sort of shuffle back.
4: At some point, while we're traveling, or probably before we reach the mountain, Eto will just kind of strike up some small talk with Nethlet. It's not very small talk. It, it's kind of a, hey, you used to be dead, and now you remember things talk. It's kind <laughs> of big. He'll be like, so you were... Dragonlord before, and you said you're trying to remember some things. What do you remember of Damon? I was told to meet him here at the Necropolis, but I've only heard stories of the powerful wizard who traveled with the Dragonlords and then
3: disappeared one day. Damon, yes, he was the primary mage that traveled with us. He was obsessed with learning everything he could about the arcane and the Fey of Dylia, and also the maelstrom that shipwrecked us. He was close with Xander, but uh, other than that, he was bookish, generally nice. I mean, he had a bit of a streak where he would uh, get very lost in his thoughts and what was going on, and we had to drag him out of some uh, nasty scrapes. But uh, he was very intelligent, I would say. He was the most intelligent out of all of us, which would make sense considering. He seems to be the one who's outlived all of us do you have any idea of
4: how he's alive still i mean it seems like you were only
3: preserved this long through the power of mercy he did have access to all of the advanced magics that we had in halcona which was where we left but i'm not sure i mean he has access to magic that maybe. He's expanded his life. Perhaps he is but a specter, but it's hard to know at this point. It's been a very long time. He could have changed. I'm also very, very eager to meet with him and see what he remembers and what he can tell us. If Versys' prophecies are to be believed, I think he's holding something for me. Well, if his magic was able to sustain
4: him over these 500 years, then perhaps we'll be able to to help me as well. That's what Versi was suggesting to me as well. Hopefully, he will remember you fondly when me
3: I should hope so. We were, most of us, very good friends up until the end. What is it that Versi means for you to speak with him about?
4: I have people back home near Orisia who I'm trying to help. I don't know how. To help them, but the cause of their strife is magical, and Versi seems to believe that Damon his magical power will be able to offset it or possibly point me in, in the right direction. I've, I've spent some months now just seeking out powerful mages in the hopes of finding a remedy for what's happened, but Versi seems to believe that Damon will hold the answer.
3: He's a very good problem solver if he stood the same as he was.
0: People probably notice that Ylva is keeping a close eye on Kyra. All right, you start to climb in elevation, the temperature starts to drop. For most of you, this is kind of a new experience. For one of you, (laughs) it starts to feel more like home. I embrace it for a second, and then I wrap myself up in wolf cloak. (laughs) You're like, all right, frostbite. Fun. (laughs) All right, this feels good for exactly 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
3: a move. As you
0: start to climb, you do notice that the weather starts to storm a little bit more. There's a, a sudden flurry of wind and there's snowflakes falling all around you.
2: If this gets too much worse. We probably shouldn't be traveling in it.
0: It is starting to get a bit darker. Like in terms of like cloud thickness or time of day. Time of day.
2: Matter of fact, I think it might not
0: be a bad idea
2: to see if we can find a place to camp for the
0: night.
5: Sounds good to me. Okay. okay
0: Sounds
4: good.
6: Nehmet,
0: you remember at one point there was a, an outcropping. You're like, oh, just ahead there's a safe place that we built. It's raised off of the ground and uh, we can use it for a uh, Cover at
3: Ah, uh, I'm just remembering. This <laughs> is familiar. There should be an outcropping near that we built that we can take shelter underneath it.
2: All right.
0: That, that actually sounds perfect. Here, I'll lead the way. I take them
3: to the outcropping.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you guys taking Van Pupper with you? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Always. There's a large outcropping of stone that rises before you across the now snow-covered terrain. So do you want to rise up, go up there, and set up camp, or no?
4: Yeah, we should definitely be setting up
0: it's camp. It's the highest ground you'll find, and you'll be able to set up tents in the area. Yeah,
4: let's let's do so.
6: Just for the record, Ariel sleeps under the stars.
0: Uh, are you sure you want to say that?
6: She's wearing fur coats.
0: All right. Did you buy your sleeping bags? Because if not, Cairo will get you some sleeping bags.
1: I thought we had them. I got a bedroll. I
4: remember us deciding when we slept before entering the mine. The Ato is the only one with a tent. Yes. Yeah. That is canon. That's a thing that happened. So you guys have to
3: acquire tents.
6: We could have probably gotten them in a town, but Ariel didn't.
3: <laughs> I feel like that's
0: retconnable. <laughs> Kyra would be like, no, 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 no. I got this. Don't worry about tents. Don't worry about going back in time and changing shit. It's nonsense. (laughs) Bullshit. We don't do that here. But here, she kind of, like, reaches into her bag and, like, starts pulling out this really bright purple canvas and, like, flops it out. And it's a bright purple tent. She pulls out a second one and a third one and a fourth one, as well as all the materials needed to set them up.
4: And a dog-sized
0: one? No, you're going to have to share. I'll share. (laughs) Also, one of these is mine. (laughs) So fight amongst yourselves. She takes the one, the last one she pulls out, and starts to set it up.
6: See, I won't freeze to death in the night. I have Van Puffer to keep me warm.
0: That's very true. So there's three tents to split amongst you all.
4: I have my own tent. You guys don't get any.
0: Anyone want to share?
1: I mean I'd be down to share. Yeah, I'm happy to happy to share. Perfect. Gays go in one. Me <laughs> <You> and <laughs> <had> that?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think all of you are.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say. Two have been
1: revealed
4: to have gay relationships.
1: Yeah, Sam and I had this conversation early in the campaign. Mehmet is Panas Buck.
4: So is Ariel.
5: I feel like she
2: doesn't show it much, but I I, I think I think Ilva probably is too.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah! was like, hell yeah. Shall we perhaps maybe try and get one put more set up other than the tents like a fire or something? I can handle the fire.
4: I would not mind the fire in this weather.
5: I will set up a fire. <laughs> And I think seeing as how we're a little bit out more
2: in unfamiliar territory might be a good idea to keep watch over
4: the night. Definitely. I tend to wake up relatively early, I'd be happy to take the Dawn watch.
2: I'm happy to take any watch, help out anyone who wants,
1: who needs it. My perception skill's not great, so I thought I shouldn't be taking a watch.
3: I mean, Nehme will definitely take a watch, really matter to him which one he takes.
2: Alright, so we have Ato on last watch.
1: I mean I can double up with someone. Gaze watch. Yeah, we can do gaze watch.
4: Do you wanna do first watch? Sure. How many watch cycles do we need, Sam?
0: I don't know. Like four? We'll do we'll do four. So one you can four. share, which means Aryo. You gotta take a fucking watch.
4: I will take a watch. We're deciding who's taking watch. Nephmet and Nausicaa are taking first watch. Eto is taking Dawn watch. So there are two midnight watches that need to be helmed by you and Yolba. So Should we
0: roll perception? Yeah, if you wish to do so. All right, so first watch. Excellent. Wonderful roll. All right, so with Nefmet's excellent perception check, as you kind of like sitting around the fire with Nausicaa, occasionally looking out, You do notice that along the edges of the... It's not, like, super stormy right now, but the snow is falling at a pretty consistent rate. But kind of just at the edge of your vision, you notice kind of large figures moving through the edges of the storm. They kind of, like, are bent over, almost like oversized humans with long arms.
3: Hey. Hey, look over there. Yeah, what is it? I, I don't know. They look like oversized humans with long arms. <laughs>
1: Interesting. Are, th-
3: are,
0: they a- are they approaching? They do not appear to be approaching, but they are persistent.
4: Oh, on this map, what is this big like, looking glass pedestal thing
0: over uh, here? It's a large horn that you would blow through. Nehmet hmm. would recognize this as something that the dragon lords used to call their dragons. Ooh, if you were defending this mountainside. It's said that its note could pierce down to Astoria, but it looks rusted and broken at this time. Your watch passes. Nothing happens. Who's who's next? I'll go. Okay. Make your perception check. That's a
5: 25.
0: Yeah, so you're able to see the same things that Nephmet does. You're able to make out maybe half a dozen figures in the snow.
2: I'm going to just sort of close my eyes briefly, focus in on like the presence of the stars, and then just reach out and cast Dancing Lights and see if I can direct some of them in the direction of where the shadows are.
0: How fast do they move, and do they have a maximum range?
2: They absolutely have a maximum range. They have a range of 120 feet, and I can move them up to 60 feet a turn.
0: Okay, that's pretty quick. Yeah, so you kind of briefly... Do you want to send them all in the same direction? Well, I'm guessing... Are these sort of hunched-over figures, are they all in like roughly the same area? No. They are coming from every direction.
2: Uh, that's not great. A light has to be within 20 feet of another light. So I'll just sort of keep them all together in like this sort of almost like Caterpillar
0: like train of lights going down. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you send them off. Which way do you want to send them off? I will send them
2: off in the direction of the individual that looks either closest or largest.
0: Okay. So you'll send it off to a closest, the closest one that you saw, which came from the direction that you came up here. You kind of briefly send it out. And when the lights appear and as they fly down, the figure that you notice turns tails and runs. But you can make out with the light snow white fur and a humanoid face with large fangs. It looks kind of like a giant ape made for the climate of the cold. I'm going to just
2: sort of circle the train of dancing lights around that same perimeter. Just like wherever I see one of them, I'm going to bring the dancing lights over to it. Um, Because that seems to be, that scared away the first
5: one.
0: Okay. I mean, it's kind of difficult to maintain it in all directions. And you notice that as you send it in one direction, they return from where you leave them.
1: Sam, are you making us fight Bigfoot?
0: Absolutely not.
4: They're all that one troll from Skyrim. (laughs) Oh god, we need to go
0: now.
2: Does it look like they're getting closer?
0: Yes, they are. Ever so slowly. And you do notice that the storm is starting to grow stronger as your watch progresses. So it's near the end of your watch now. Who do you want to wake up?
5: I'll
2: wake Ariel up, just sort of with the shaking, just shaking her sleeping bag a little bit. What? Your (laughs) turn for a watch.
6: Ugh. Did you see anything?
5: Uh, yeah. What'd you see? Well, looks like we're surrounded.
6: What?
2: (laughs) I don't know by what. They aren't making any aggressive moves currently.
6: Okay, so we're just going to sleep through it then. That's the plan?
5: Well, no, you are not.
2: Whatever they are, they haven't made any explicit action against us. And they seem to be driven off by the lights, and I just sort of briefly flicker dancing lights real quick. But other than that, I don't know. I don't necessarily think that we should wake everyone up for this fight yet. Also, I'm worried that if we don't do it now, it might be too late.
6: I don't know. I feel like if someone's watching us sleep, we should maybe wake everyone up.
2: All right. I'll uh, I'll start getting the others then. Okay. And uh,
0: I'll wake everyone else up and
2: inform them of what's going on.
0: All right. I mean, you've all had long rest before this, so you're pretty well-rested.
4: Have these creatures made any movements toward us? Perhaps they're just wildlife that's interested in the lights you conjure in.
2: Seems to be the opposite. They are very disinterested uh, to the point of avoiding the lights that I've created.
3: Have you gotten a good look at them? I did.
2: And they uh, look rather... Unnervingly intelligent. They look very bestial, but they got,
0: they got people faces.
3: Creepy. They certainly unnerving, yes.
1: Would I know what these are?
0: Yeah, any of you native to Thylia, make a religion check.
1: Make a religion
0: Religion. Correct.
4: Oh, God. 14!
6: <laughs> well, 9.
4: Ato and Ariel shrug at each other while Vaska <laughs> explains the entire Bible.
0: Yeah, so you've heard tale that there is a creature, a monster of great strength, known as the Eye of Winter. He resides somewhere in the mountains to the northwest of Astoria, but no one has really been sure. His only telling presence is a large and sudden storm that follows him around. And from the, some people who have trekked up here and live to tell the tale of this encounter say that this Eye of Winter was a massive white-furred beast with horns and claws and fangs whose gaze could freeze you dead in your tracks solid as ice, almost like a medusa. And following him were much smaller and weaker versions, but still very deadly, each in their own right. They could slaughter a soldier of Mitros uh, alone. It is speculated that this Eye of Winter was blessed by Sidon himself.
3: Oh, fantastic. Uh,
0: well, that doesn't
4: sound like
3: a good time. No. no.
6: We could just try and wait it out, see if it attacks.
4: That's true. Although if it is blessed by on it almost certainly will
3: attack. If they're disinterested in the lights, we could simply keep them up until morning.
6: Wouldn't that require Ilva staying up until morning?
4: Well, we also have the fire. If the light is giving them a bay, we could try lighting a couple other bonfires and for the rest of Ilva's watch. And then for my watch, we can just make sure to... To stoke the fires, make sure they stay bright. Hopefully keeping the creatures at bay.
2: I like that plan. Like a halo of torches around the
4: camp, perhaps. Sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good I just prefer not to engage with these things if we don't have to. There seem to be a lot of them.
6: Alright, good plan. Let's do that.
4: Alright, people who can make fire from nothing, go.
0: (laughs) Where do you want to put these fires? You could probably just do like a perimeter almost. yeah
6: like all around
0: yeah
4: if we if we have like a certain number and we can't put them just totally all around i think we should make them a bit denser here where the stairs are but that's just if we don't have enough
0: all right we'll put out a couple torches however many you can make 10 10 <laughs> 10 torches a good solid number do you want to put all of those out yeah Okay. Most of the time, I'm going to be able to just
2: make the flame myself anyway, so...
0: Okay, I'll arrange the torches near the staircase, and then I'll put the a couple... I'll say you can only get three other large fires. I'll put them, like, over here. Alright, Ariel's, your watch is next.
6: Alright. I suppose that means I have to roll
1: something, huh?
0: Uh, I mean, you don't have to roll if you don't want to. You could just obliviously yeah. play with Vampupper for the entire night. <laughs>
1: That no. is something you could do. We would not. We would not judge you.
0: All right. Yeah. So pointing out the fact that there are things around you uh, does not help when the storm gets more intense, and you. But you basically have to like spend all of your time making sure that the fires are still lit, and you're not really able to look out into the darkness and discern where the shapes are moving. But the fires are still lit. They are still lit. Well.
6: I did at least some of my job.
0: All right. Eto, your watch is up.
4: Hey. I perceive 12. Okay. That was also
0: not great. You're not much better than Ariel. You also, Ouch. with the fact that you don't have any magical hey. abilities to start fires, also spend most of your time. Which yeah. is sort of why when you think Dawn should be approaching, you kind of, notice, you kind of look up and notice, oh. I can barely see the sky. The storm is so thick. And on the edge of your vision, you can start to see creatures appear.
4: You said this happens like when I feel like it should be near the end of my life?
0: Yes, correct.
4: And they're clearly like
0: approaching our little outcropping? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the storm is much thicker. So even though that it is now daytime, it is still dim light.
4: I will go to the tent with Nehmet and Nausicaa and kind of, like, push the opening aside a little bit with my spear, not, like, poking my head in or anything, just being, like, the fire's held out for most of the night, but I think we're about to have some company. Assuming I have the time, I will do that for Ilva and Ariel, too. I just wanted to get the, the densest tent
0: first. All right. You start to wake yourself up, and as all of you start to arise and look around, The one of you with that super high passive perception check, you see in the distance this creature kind of just piercing blue eyes watching. You notice that the large humanoid creatures are apprehensive. But then there is a subtle rumbling in the snow, and all of them start to rush forward to attack. Everyone roll initiative.